Joyce. Um, we're at the scene of the crime. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Ground Zero. Ground Zero. I'm currently recording in my parents' walk-in closet for the audio, the quality implications, but also for the vibe, you know? I'm just soaking in the parent energy. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. On today's episode of Hot Water in the Morning with Jason and Joyce, hi. Hi, we're talking about parents. Oh my god. Which really we've been talking about the whole time. I think literally every episode. That's true. This podcast is like three children in a trench coat. Every episode is just our it's it's stories about our parents and like the people who raised us. Also, the joke that we secretly have the same parents because we were raised mm. in such a similar way. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Totally, totally. <laughs> so um, that's what we're talking about today. But before we do that, our WhatsApp wisdom segment. Um, Joyce, do you have a WhatsApp wisdom for the listeners this Well, week? now that at the time we're recording this, it's the new year. It's 2024. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> Happy New Year. You know, it's that time of year for my dad to text the whole family to check on your tax-free oh, savings account contribution. <laughs> so my WhatsApp wisdom is to just go check, see if you've under-contributed, over-contributed, take 10 minutes to do it. I'm pretty sure I said this in a past episode too. Yeah. Um, but this week I just got like the explicit instruction from my dad to go do it. So I did it again. Amazing. <laughs> That's all. Um, do you buy your TFSA in like one lump sum or do you do the like monthly contribution thing? You know, I try to do it monthly and every time I do it monthly, I get the math wrong mm. and I over or under contribute like a little sucker. <laughs> so I've just saved up money and I'll just throw it all in like one or two times usually. Oh, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> like, just get out of here. <laughs> get this over with. <laughs> I don't um, know why doing doing like my banking stuff feels like pulling teeth with me. I just want to do it as quickly and as painlessly as possible. Yeah, <laughs> <sighs> that's so funny. My dad has also taught me to be a once a year January second mm. time to buy them all at one go. Okay, ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay. Oh um, TFSA. So my WhatsApp wisdom. I had an in-person WhatsApp wisdom again because I spent the holidays hanging with my parents and my dad. Joyce, you all often joke about the parent side quests, the dad side quests. So the recent dad side quest is my dad has been following this Taiwanese YouTuber who like mm. goes on like travel vlogging kind of i bet you real money my mom probably watches him too my mom's really into like you like, like travel videos she loves people from taiwan i oh guess oh my god so oh my god this, this person is this lady or so i'm not sure the style of travel vlog but this is very like uh minimal editing like right. it's just a 50 minute walking tour yeah. no literally like... okay yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's the same person for sure so today um the the flavor of the week has been shoot what is it ladaka ladaka or something have you okay. do you know where this place is no okay so it is in the himalayas oh. it is west of tibet and okay. like 
apparently it's it's sort of it has this sort of like tibet nepal in the mountains there's cool. the prayer flags there's the buddhist monasteries um there's a lot of steps uh i think the dalai lama visited there so then my dad was showing me this like again 40 minute video of this lady just walking around ladaka and um just telling me the history about like British colonialism, and, and he's like, "It's everywhere, man." <laughs> Jason, what Britain took over India, they they land grabbed this from China, and now oh, blah blah blah, all these <laughs> things. But like, look at these beautiful mountains. Look at this Buddhist monastery. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, uh, we're on Google Maps. Like after we watch the video. That's so cute. My dad does that too. (laughs) (laughs) Even even more like next next level. My dad has like several globes, like physical globes, and he will look at them and be like, "Well, that's the place we saw in that video. Isn't that crazy?" Or he would be like, "Oh, look, this is a really dated globe because it still says like, yeah, it'll say exactly, or it's like, oh, um, I don't know, like." bosnia or something doesn't exist yeah stuff like that so wow that's great (laughs) oh my god so anyways was the wisdom to like go to this place um no this specifically he's like jason this is the only way we can experience it because you should never go here because the altitude is too high oh true yeah yeah yeah, that makes sense i I remember i don't know if it's that video but there was one day when i was home or i called my mom or something and she was like you know I could host a walking tour <laughs> one day. I'm like, girl, like, true, yeah. And she would go on and, like, list all her credentials. She'd be like, I speak English, Cantonese, Mandarin, Vietnamese. All I have to do is, like, learn some random history facts about a place, and I could do a walking tour. And I'm like, you know what, Mom? You're right. You can do a walking <laughs> tour. Follow your dreams. <laughs> follow your dreams yeah well that's well, great well shout out to the walking tour youtubers that are keeping our parents entertained yes they're yes. holding the fabric of society together <laughs> <laughs> no big deal or anything <laughs> oh my gosh um okay so like i mentioned today's topic parents before we started recording uh me and joyce had a little pre-recording scrum uh strategy session <laughs> Because um, we talk about parents so much that it's sort of like almost hard to like slice out which piece of the pie that yeah. we're going to focus on today and not get overwhelmed. And, mm-hmm. um, not talk for seven hours. That's which we'll thing. do anyways. But Yeah, that's you know. true. <laughs> and we actually noted what time we started recording today. Yes. So yes. that's nice. <laughs> well, hopefully this episode is not too long. But um, with that in mind, I guess my first story that I want to start with was, um, I guess, yeah, the, the the kind of framing that I wanted, or that we sort of talked about for this episode, Joyce, was like, getting to know our parents, mm. and like, how that has been like a lifelong journey, kind of. Yeah, like, maybe when we were younger, we saw our parents a certain way, mm-hmm. but now, again, we're older, we know more about them, it's sort of like... Yeah, we know more kind- about the world, and like things that happen and I think like most people I know I don't know what it is but learning information about my parents feels like pulling teeth from them sometimes Mm. like but my mom and my dad are totally different where my mom she just she she knows everything she remembers everything I don't know about you but my mom has like amazing long-term memory so Mm. she remembers like what date she 
fled Vietnam, landed in Malaysia, landed in Hong Kong, went to Canada, like started going to school in Canada. She remembers everything. Wow. And but then with my dad, it's like maybe he lived in Thailand for a couple of years. Who knows? Who knows? Be anyone's guess. <laughs> but it, it like when you said lifelong journey, I'm like, yeah, this is literally my life's work is trying to understand what the hell happened to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot yeah, thank you so much it's so much um so i guess as a starting place the story that i wanted to share was but actually it's from my sister and my um, i have a niece my sister has a daughter and it's really funny my sister was again home for the holidays uh recently and she was she was sort of saying like oh why is my daughter so confident like she'll just like go up to people like kids on the playground and like just start bossing them around and like just has this sort of like assuredness to like go up Whoa. to strangers a little bit and just like yeah meet them and then my my sister's like where did she get that confidence and then she's like oh yeah she must have gotten it from me I'm like that I'm the best <laughs> <laughs> and I think I know this is a story about parents and not exactly siblings yeah but my mom afterwards commented it was like yeah it's kind of like you know jason your sister's like that because your dad's like that too like she's just like <laughs> totally totally <laughs> yeah it's like i i always say it but i'm like i'm the best and the worst of both of my parents mm. at the same time all the time um yeah it is really funny to see like what gets passed along um mm -hmm. and I think you you also told me that your sister and your dad would like butt heads a lot yeah totally. and it's like you guys don't like each other because you're the same type of annoying <laughs> to each other and your type of annoying pisses the other person off but my brother and my dad were like that too and they would be like why is he being like this it's like it's because he's exactly like you you guys are infuriating to be around yeah. <laughs> fascinating <laughs> well yeah my dad like gets so stubborn and so like he thinks his way is the best oh he's not very gosh. open to like feedback or no. considering others or he just kind of lacks this like social sense like yeah. i think he's very smart socially but in other terms sometimes he doesn't yeah i don't then... let my dad order at restaurants because mm. he's always so like curt i way to put it he's just like i want this i want this and he like doesn't say thank you doesn't say thank you. <laughs> dad like what if it was me working oh. you have to be nice so i'm like <laughs> tell me what you want i'm gonna order for us you're scaring me you're scaring the children <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god so when this thing was happening with my niece and my sister and my yeah. my my dad my mom she was she told me this phrase i forget what it is how to say it but it's something along the lines of like when you're three years old you can see somebody's like whole personality <gasps> like you yeah like like when you're three you can see what they're like when they're old mm. and so my niece being four now yeah we're like oh we can kind of see what she's gonna grow up oh. being and then she say, even for me, like Jason, when I, wow. like Jason, when you were three, you were very like soft, <laughs> like <laughs> soft, like a shy boy, me um, too. <laughs> just a little egg. So uh, cute. <laughs> um, and so my mom was like, "Yeah, like um, we told your sister not to bully you." 
because your sister right because when your sister was three they were like oh no like (laughs) i see where this is going (laughs) crazy and then she even reflected this on herself where she was Mm. like oh what when my mom she's like when i was she was like oh i was very like shy like kept to myself and i was always like hiding and uh even um like looking at family portraits now like when i see um I was uh my previous relationship she yeah. would comment on this when she visited my parents house and looked at all the family parents she's like Jason look you're always hiding in every photo you're like hiding behind mom <laughs> oh my god it's um, so cute it's very like, your true. mom did she kind of learn that from her parents or she like heard it later in life and just like like where does mom yeah, get this kind know. of information it just comes to them in dreams or something i don't, yeah, I don't know <laughs> that what happens when you become a mom yeah mom handbook um but... it's just pinterest your mom's just on pinterest every day <laughs> <laughs> but i think one of the like the, the moment that really so this is sort of the end of the story but it, that really kind of like was this moment of like nuanced feeling of it is my mm-hmm. mom she recognizes that she's very nice overly mm-hmm. nice so and that people yeah. take advantage of her mm-hmm. and for for her to reflect on this thing about like she's like jason me being so nice and like quote-unquote soft my whole life yeah. people took advantage of me and she's like being nice is not always a good thing mm-hmm. and for, for my mom to reflect on that Wow. It's like that's something that I like am very sensitive about is like I'm too nice you know I think um yeah. in a previous episode we talked about how like people will scam us but like right. we're like oh like the scammers need the money <laughs> please, any listeners please don't try to scam don't us, scam us we'll for sure, <laughs> you know we'll for sure send you money but <laughs> oh my gosh anyways I guess just to hear my mom like reflect on that as well is just kind of like oh like, I, I guess I kind of like saw my mom this more complex way of like she's mm. also navigating her own like her own self her own like quote-unquote shortcomings yeah. and like you know back then definitely this like softness sensitivity like it was such a different environment where that was not really helpful <laughs> to experience. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. There's not a lot of times where we, I don't know, maybe this is something that just happens to us as we get older, but like, I'm thinking more about my parents and like their life before I was born kind of mm. thing where I'm like, you know, I would be like, Oh, I'm like, 18 I wonder what my parents were like when I was 18 or like oh I'm like 25 like wow when my parents were 25 they were I don't know like doing all these crazy things that's in a totally different world and it's like so to think really far back and be like oh yeah I guess my parent was like a baby like a literal little egg baby once upon a time that's yeah no very very interesting to think about mm. Yeah, because yeah. my mom says all the time, she's like, Joyce, you're just like me. Oh. You're just like me. You took after me. You're not like dad. Thank God. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know if like, oh, she hasn't said this for a long time, but a long time ago, she was like, this is why I had two kids. Whoa. So that one could be like one <laughs> and one could be like the other. <laughs> and thank God that plan panned out. But Yeah. <laughs> mm yeah oh my gosh do you have like an example like what's a joyce and your mom 
the same. Oh my god. Well, okay, we did our BFRB episode, so, mm. you know, that kind of came from her too. This, uh-huh. like, anxious mind, this, like, uh-huh. hands up thinking. But also, on the flip side of that, it's, like, my outgoingness, like, comes from her too. Uh-huh. Like, she loves just, like, ch- chatting with people. She loves meeting new people. Yeah. Uh, when my my dad, could, if he could, I don't think he would talk to people like oh yeah for he sure would be not. so happy he would be like yes I can just go gardening and fixing my sewing machines all day and not talk to anyone <laughs> I'm sure he would have a grand time but my mom would go like stir crazy just like me <laughs> yeah we're like um you ever hear the golden retriever and like black cat mm-hmm. like dynamic so my mom and I are golden retrievers my dad and my brother are black cats and the cycle continues. And the cycle continues. <laughs> I end up dating a black cat because I'm a golden retriever. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. So, it's a whole thing. Wow. Yeah, it is interesting how similar that we are, even though the environments that we've grown up in are so different. Like mm. my parents had to flee Vietnam, flee mm-hmm. literal communism, and I'm growing up in Canada. Like, oh my god, my dial-up is so slow. Oh, like that. <laughs> It was a different world, but like personality doesn't really change, I guess, or like can't be changed, I Mm, think. mm, mm -hmm. Mm. There's this one time when my family went on a cruise. My dad loves cruises. It's literally the only way he can travel because everything else is too much for him. He gets overstimulated, shuts down. But the cruise, he just like wheels his little carry on into into the cabin. Hangs out for a week. Goes to his buffet. Goes to his Does buffet. his little walk on the deck and the yes. track. Plays a little shuffleboard. Man, my mom loves a cruise. Our parents would have a great vacation together. That's what I'm like gathering right now. <laughs> well, so this one time on a cruise, I don't know if all cruise ships are like this, but this one that we went on, they're sort of like arranged seating or the buffet oh, style. Yes. yeah. So they're serving the same food. Like it's all coming from the same kitchen, but in the arranged seating, there's a waiter and they're like, hi, sir. Hi. Yeah. Madam, yeah. How was your day? Can I get you yeah. anything to drink? We're at the buffet. You just like freaking shovel it on. Free for all. <laughs> Free for all. So um, yeah, we went arra- to the arranged seating like the the first night or whatever and i think we sit next to this other like chinese couple or something and they're kind of like my parents age and whatever it is and so my mom and the mom or like the lady of the couple they start chatting you know like connecting oh where have you been on your cruise oh we took this like 30 day cruise oh we went to the like bahamas we went to whatever it is right They're, they're having a good time and then um, I think they're from the States and, and then it kind of goes into like immigration story. Like, where are you mm. from China? How did you yeah. come to Canada? Da, 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 da. And all these things that I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm so proud of them. Look at yeah. my parents making friends with other Asian, cute Asian parents. Like, this is the best. Um, you know, I thought they were besties. But then uh, afterward, oh. I I was kind of like, oh, dad, like, aren't you going to go to dinner again with your new friends and da, da, da. And then my dad, he like almost like got angry. He's like, no, like, I don't want to like, I don't know why your mom always does this. Why does she always have to do this? 
Why oh, does she oh have to God, like? Oh my God, girl! <laughs> Why does she have to become friends with strangers? Like we don't know them. Why are why is she telling them all these like painful stories? Like for my dad, like when he thinks about like the immigration times, it's really hard, you know. Like of course, going through so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like thinking about those things. Why is your mom bringing wow. all this stuff up? My mom like sent this other lady like her like WhatsApp phone number, her totally. email, or whatever, right? Yeah. Like whatever. And then my dad's like. I don't want them to come to Vancouver. Like, why are they going to invite them? Are they going to come to my house? And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, that's something, like, I've always thought about with my dad, but I've never heard him actually say. But to say, like, yeah, the the process of immigrating was really hard and, like, really dangerous. I think your parents came to Canada together, right? Oh, no. So they they came separately. They were married in China. My dad came first first on a scholarship and then my mom came two years later second okay yeah so separate together but separate yeah (laughs) in a way yeah because like my parents weren't married yet when Mm. they fled Vietnam they were only like 18 19 or Mm. something probably Mm. 17 realistically Mm. and like my mom who can remember every single detail every single port like obviously it was still scary it was still dangerous Mm. um but I think because she like she literally has friends that she's still in contact with from Mm. like fleeing vietnam like on the way out of vietnam she's like making friends and she's like Uh, oh yeah like my friend like lives in she ended up in sweden but like we met in malaysia when we were at the refugee camp together and i'm like what What do you mean that's so crazy um yeah so my mom has friends like all over europe thanks to Mm. her just like bestying it up with everybody but then like on my for my dad he was like a single guy like Mm. on the run like not (laughs) my dad's not very sociable that's for sure and I think a lot of the time when he doesn't want to share the story I have this thought of like oh must have been like so scary for him Mm. and just to like be a guy you're kind of seen as like a threat like if you're found by like officers like oh my god like so crazy so I've always thought that like my dad maybe has the thought but he's never said it I think his silence is his way of being like I'm okay I don't need to relive that like I said this is years and years in the making of like Mm -hmm. if I can get any information out of my dad it feels like such a win um and it's like oh maybe it's not my place to know because dude yeah, it's it's so crazy. But, you know, then they ended up together and my dad stuck with my mom, like socializing with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your mom is very, like she'll proactively like seek people up. Seek kind people of. Up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if we're on a OK, when we went to Vietnam together, like five years ago so you know I was like older and a little kid we were on this like day tour you know go to like some temples they take they drive you on like a bus and there were these two like solo traveling girls so each of them were solo traveling it was like me and my parents Mm -hmm. and these girls were like pretty close to me in age like they were probably in their 20s or like early 30s or something and it was like a half day tour so we like all went on the tour together and we would like take pictures for them they'd like take Mm. pictures of us and then after the tour was over my mom's like oh like we're gonna go walk around town like do you want to come with us and like they hung out with us for the rest of the day oh my gosh that's (laughs) so nice (laughs) like oh my god so crazy 
I don't know that's just the kind of person that she is and I wonder like oh like when she was a little like, three-year-old I wonder if she was already hmm. like that making friends with like little chickens or something in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> like it's funny I think my mom she is very friendly you meet with her I think she likes talking to people mm-hmm. but I think she describes herself as like a one-on-one introvert like mm. goes to the garden and gardens yeah yeah my mom doesn't really like big group events Mm. like a lot like she'll go because it's her friends and stuff um Mm -hmm. but yeah she definitely prefers well I don't know I think she's a very spontaneous person like Mm. she likes just meeting people like while we're traveling that's kind Mm. of the main thing I'm thinking of but then on the flip side she's like still very cautious too like Mm. most parents are maybe asian parents yes <laughs> just like bonus caution all around um she would like come home from the grocery store and you know if someone like asks her a question she's kind of like freaked out by it but then she will also like if she sees like a little like a grandma like picking some vegetables she would like ask them like oh what are you gonna make with that like oh how do you cook this uh... or if she sees someone buying up a whole bunch of like a certain fruit or something she's like, oh what are you gonna make with that oh. It's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. cool. I, I think I'm like that too. Like I will strike up conversation at the store. That's mm. why I live in Victoria because mm. all those people congregate. <laughs> Everyone here is a grocery oh. store chatter. It's oh my gosh. Very, yeah. That's funny. Huh. My mom doesn't do any of the grocery shopping. My dad oh. does all the grocery shopping. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. My, oh my God. That's crazy. My dad would like, his brain would explode if he had to do grocery shopping. His brain would explode and like, it would like, my mom would be so pissed because she's so picky. Like, because yeah. she kind of plans what she's going to cook at the grocery store. So she can't really like send someone to go do it. Mm. Well, mm. my dad is a really big sweet tooth. I don't know. Do your parents have a sweet tooth? Not at all. That's really? so rare. I've never. Well, you know, it's the joke that like the best desserts are like not too sweet, right? Oh. But your dad doesn't subscribe to that. No, the sweeter the better. With my dad. <gasps> oh my so god. He goes to um, Safeway. I think yeah. I mentioned this on the money episode. Maybe um, sometimes with like baked goods mm. or like so for Christmas. Yeah. The day after Christmas, he buys a Christmas cake. And mm-hmm. it's just like a black forest cherry cake that's made in mass. Wow. With like, you know, high fructose corn syrup or whatever. Just like pumping out of a factory. Totally. A Safeway factory. And it says like, Merry Christmas on top. But like, <laughs> it's the day after Christmas. The cr- cake is like half off or whatever. You know, it's like yeah, a yeah. $15 cake. And now it's like six dollars so my dad like he buys that like he swoops in interesting he like really loves the deal but he also just like loves the cake i guess and he does Does that every day does your mom like eat any of it she will tolerate it but tolerate it that's a good way to describe it i don't think my mom like enjoys it necessarily Mm -hmm. i think my mom's favorite dessert is cheesecake maybe so she likes cheesecake but my dad just like anything if it's cheap oh even (gasps) oh that's true the flavor of a sale yes just (laughs) just that je ne sais quoi you just it just adds a certain dimension (laughs) to the flavor when it's on sale (laughs) do your parents like buy kind of the same thing every week or do they ever like try new things 
Um, hmm. I think their style of cooking is very simple. Like they they have yeah. a certain style, and they'll yeah. like sub out certain vegetables. Yeah. But like, but it's it, like meat, vegetables, like rice and yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and like soup and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because anytime like your dad buying the black forest cake just makes mm. me think of anytime my dad goes to the store, he'll like buy stuff, but he always comes home with like a wild card. Oh. <laughs> it's like, why did you buy this? It'll be like a can of like sardines and tomato sauce. I'm like, we've mm. never eaten it before. We've never mm. like talked about it. But sometimes I'll just see something at the store and like grab it. Okay. <laughs> but okay. my mom would never do that. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's that's why she doesn't send him. <laughs> okay, that's true. My dad does sometimes come back with random like, "Oh, I have this. We're gonna oh, try." Oh, that's so interesting. I, a question I wanted to ask you in this is that, like, you know, you talk about how you're similar to your mom, I'm mm-hmm. similar to my mom. What elements of your dad do you think you have? Oh, probably money trauma. <laughs> that's probably at the top of my list. Well. Yeah, I got that one real quick. But also, I think my dad and I have the same, like, creativity. Mm. Like, I don't know, Gene, if that makes any sense. But we both really enjoy, like, artistic things that, like, my Mm. brother doesn't do as much. Like, we both really like, like, painting and listening to music, drawing and, like, Mm. that kind of stuff. And when I was younger, my dad was taking, like painting lessons so the instructor would like come to our house actually and like instruct my dad on how to do oil painting so our house became like an art supply store for a couple years um oh maybe i'll post this could be something fun to post on instagram maybe i'll post some of my dad's paintings on instagram okay yeah yeah. (laughs) i have some photos from when i visit because nobody they believe me but they're like shocked they're like oh my god your dad painted these because they Mm. look so good because my dad's my dad's one of those people that's good at everything Mm. so everything he touches is expert level wow um but yeah probably financial trauma and frugalness and also like creativity that's maybe Mm. my good and my bad (laughs) from my dad um but then like we're different because he's a lot more like analytical and like kind of logic minded Right. It's it's strange. He's a logic-minded, creative person. Mm. Yeah. And I, I think I'm also, like, I think when I'm older, I will also enjoy having 10,000 hobbies. <laughs> yes. I can see it already. <laughs> like, my little New Year's <laughs> list of activities I want to do, I'm like, oh, no. It's the same. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same as my dad. I just, uh. like, I want to learn how to, like, shuck an oyster this year. I was oh. like, oh, I, could, I should learn, like, bookbinding or something. <laughs> oh okay. side quests so side quest. love for side quests um yeah financial trauma yeah i don't know do you like see a lot of similarities with your dad or more so yeah like, the differences yeah you know it's funny i feel like again we have the same parents <laughs> <laughs> for sure the money trauma yeah um, yeah, the creative, like my dad weirdly has many talents. Well, I think that's what it takes to become a side quest master. Yeah, <laughs> you have sad. to have this brain that just like wants stimulation of new things. Uh, and I think I'm, yeah, like I, I do that a lot. And right. only a brain that does that can be like, I should restring badminton rackets <laughs> yes. for profit. 
this is the only way I can be entertained. So yeah, my dad has a badminton restringing. Yeah, business. anyone in the Chilliwack area? area need their badminton restringing strong. This is a paid advertisement. It's not, <laughs> but it is. Um, it's like we like to thank today's sponsor, Jason's yes. dad. <laughs> $30, the parts of labor included. Best deal in town. Best in the Fraser Valley, you know it. <laughs> um, so yeah, my dad has his side quest. And then, yeah, like my dad, you know, he's constantly like scrolling YouTube for whatever tra- Taiwanese travel vloggers or like, you know, he he's very into like, I, I think this is just a generic dad thing, but like into like World War Two history. Is your dad into World oh War II? Oh my god! You know what? I don't think so. Oh. If he is, he like hides it very well. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. Found this photo of my dad once where he's just in the dark with his like iPad, and um, he's just watching this like Nazi Germany video. Shut and up, so that's I like took crazy. a picture of my dad. Like this is too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I need a. No one will believe me if I if I told them the story without a picture well, right i text it to my sister being like look at what dad is doing oh my god in the dark I, learning about nazi germany i wonder if part of it is because my dad lived in the u.s before and he lived like in virginia so that's you know washington dc maryland like that's u.s history like central so maybe he like got over it really quickly oh, okay. it's like meh i just want to like go bowling and like hang out with my friends and chill <laughs> yeah um i think well, sometimes so this is a, a lesson that my dad taught me once maybe we could uh, oh. this was another topic i wanted to bring up of like life Love lessons <sighs> that our parents teach us yeah. um but this is like the the you shall being like whenever you encounter a problem you okay. do the like you shall being method which is my dad oh. he um he taught me this is how he learned how to drive uh oh. it's when he first moved to vancouver he needed a car for he, he needed his driver's license for a job mm-hmm. and i think the job was starting on monday and back in like the 80s or whatever you don't need the year-long trial period it was two weeks so you could like take your written exam and then two weeks later you could take the road test so and so <laughs> my dad needed to learn how to drive to go to work to make money so uh in this two weeks he only knew a few friends but he asked like i think he said i went to five different friends and i had each of them give me a driver's lesson a lesson and from there with each new person i talked to they each taught me something to look out for right because Mm. one person was like Oh, make sure you shoulder check a lot. Oh, right. it's all about the stop sign. Oh, right. it's all about the acceleration. Oh, uh... it's all about blah, blah, blah. And so he's like, I went to the five people. I like canvassed my area, crowdsourced the driver's license. Oh, my God. And on the last day or on the day of the test, okay, uh, my friend could drive me there, but he had to go to work. So I needed to pass <gasps> in order to drive myself the drama. Home. Oh, my the, God. The high stakes. High stakes. <laughs> so he's like, I needed to pass because my my friend needed to um, leave and I would, I would have been stranded. And also I needed to go to work the next day or else I would have been fired. So um, anyway, and he's like, yeah. And I passed. Wow. And I'm like, well, damn, dad. Like, is Jesus. that not exactly what you do? Like, 
Like, have yes. you, you've made that connection, right? Well, this is and what I'm saying. Go... This is what I've inherited. This is oh, how I funny. learn new skills. Like, go through. No, no, no the, not like... the new skill. You do oh. this with like information and like life choices, where you go around with the. Are you a fish or a bird? Yes, yes. And you go around and you canvas everyone you know. You like consolidate the information. Synthesize. You yeah. synthesize it. Yeah. And that's so funny that like your dad did it for driving, but now you do it for like. I guess I know like philosophical questioning. Yeah, also, my mental health trauma. But... Yes, exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was my whole BFRB journey. Was just like <sighs> synthesizing info. Um, true, true. Anyways, so oh I think gosh. that's something that my dad taught me how to do is like being proactive. It's like having a strong mm-hmm. network. You know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And you know, I think when they come to a new country and stuff, it's like, that's really all you have, right? Like, yeah. all you have are the people you know when you don't have anything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a big one. Oh, my God. Yeah. All I can think about are the times my dad tried to, like, teach me math, and I'm, like, crying at the dinner table. Did you ever do that? Did you ever go yes. through that? Yeah, everyone did. Everyone did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, he oh. taught me some good, like, strategies and stuff but again my dad's like personality in mind mm, really- not a good teacher no no he's horrible <laughs> he's a horrible teacher but he's a good like student to other people i don't know it's like what haven't my parents taught me right i feel like the only reason like you know the financial trauma joke is like good but mm. honestly i feel you know i did my 2023 money recap you know of like all my spending for the year and it's like another mm. year where i survived living without my parents mm. so gold star for that gold star for surviving but i really I, I like to watch those finance videos where people you know summarize like their spending what i spend in a week what i spend in a month and stuff mm-hmm. and it always surprises me like how difficult it is for some people to save money, right? Like some people, it's very easy for them to spend. It's very easy for them to like overspend. But then I seem to have the opposite problem where saving money comes so easily, like naturally to me. Yes. Uh, This year I was like looking at my numbers and I'm like, oh, that was pretty easy. And I think Mm -hmm. I'm, I think I'm like, extra grateful for it now, (laughs) now that I don't have to live at home with them. But all those years of like, you know, over planning and over saving mm. and like hyper frugality. I think it's like, I'm like, oh my God, is it paying off? <laughs> is that serving a purpose? Because it kind of is. Where like, I don't, I, I'm making less money now than I think I've made in a very long time. And I'm yeah. like, oh, but it's fine. Like, that was, yeah. that was chill. Like, that was a chill year financially mm. for me. I don't know if that's like, one thing definitely not one thing you can teach to your kid in like a day mm. but I think yeah like over the years I'm glad that that's something that comes easily and right. rather than I'm glad I have this problem and not the other <laughs> way around because the other way around that shit's like that's hard yeah to deal totally. with. yeah yeah I two things that story two things one I once had this uh um kind of like a mentor at work he was this like Croatian man he was very nice and uh he taught me this concept of like um power pleasure and purpose Uh, and so he's i think maybe i've told you this before but he's like 
Jason, like people have kind of these three um, mm. orientations in life, like people who seek power, people who seek yeah. pleasure, and people who seek purpose. Like, mm. and it's up to you to like decide for yourself, like what it is that you want. Um, it, and like, you know, you for sure know, and this was in a work context. And he's like, you yeah. for sure know the like power hungry people. They're always like, yeah. Um, like networking with the boss or like climbing the ladder yeah totally those those people the pleasure people they show up 30 minutes late they take (laughs) an extra coffee break they're just chitting chatting you know they're having a good time not too worried about it and those purpose people like you know you kind of like i think that's the point of his story is like oh you know you want to align yourself with the purpose people they're not there for like necessarily like self-serving reasons like they're there to like help you kind of right right um he's like for me i get a lot of value out of just like being yeah like of service to others mm-hmm. and, and so mm-hmm. that was sort of like kind of this like work dad mentor moment mm-hmm. i'm like oh like that's such an interesting concept like i love this framework i asked this to my dad and he's like oh i don't relate to any three of those huh. i just want to survive mm. and i'm like oh shit <laughs> oh <laughs> no i know well it's 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 so true like what else did they you know have back then i Uh, guess like you know i just think back when you know it's like oh the year is 1997 and you know my dad gets a job in like downtown toronto we don't live anywhere near that my dad commuted to work for like like up until 2020 when covid happened every single day it's like an hour like an hour and a half each way oh commuting and so busy and it's like always crazy but I think like I was talking to my mom about something and I was we were talking about well, like where I would want to settle down and where like I want to live and I kind of mentioned oh yeah I guess like maybe it depends on where I work and stuff but she pointed out that like your work can always change, but like where you live is where you live. And I'm like, oh no, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) And then I like made the connection. I'm like, you're right. Like we don't live anywhere near where my dad works, but he worked there like my whole life to pay for that house, pay for, you know, my ass just in general, (laughs) (laughs) everything that comes with like crazy little gremlins. But yeah, it is true. Like survival was really the number one thing. That mm. then the financial trauma in that context, like it makes a lot more sense. I think I used to be a, a little more hard on them where I'm like, mm. oh, like, why can't you just like enjoy your money and like learn how to spend and like, you know, you work so hard, all these things. But I think, you know, maybe it's again, maybe part of growing up, the character mm. development arc, I'm kind of seeing it as like, oh, it was my parents, like, first time doing any of that stuff. Like, it was their first time raising a baby, then an infant, Mm -hmm. then their first time raising a toddler, then their Mm -hmm. first time raising a child, then their first time raising a angsty teenager with an internet connection. (laughs) (laughs) And that angsty teenager becomes an angsty young adult with a a university degree. (laughs) So, you know, it's like, seeing you know I was going through everything for the first time but then I look at my parents and I'm like oh I guess it was your first time you know dealing with that too Mm. Mm. yeah wow yeah it's sort of this flip side of like yeah like my dad just being like oh all I want to do is survive I I was also had this other conversation with him on money and we were kind of doing this like 
time horizon budgeting thought experiment with money. And then at a certain point, I'm like, oh, dad, if I do this, then I can make this much money and then this will happen and then this will happen. And then at a certain point, my dad almost like lost interest in the conversation. And he's like, Jason, like, I think I realized like money's like not that important Mm -hmm. to me. He's like, like money won't get, make me more happy sort of yeah you know I, yeah and wow. he, he, he's like money won't fix my problem ah so true uh, okay. and so he's like it doesn't really matter all this stuff that you, well for him he's like yeah i'm at this point where like all like he he likes money as a hobby but yes he, like, doesn't it's not like life or death or something but maybe it is. well um i think in in our work episode i i read yeah. that like um personality test to you and yeah, it was yeah. about like profitability right or, right like, yeah it does money motivate me yeah and i guess it's like oh money doesn't motivate me like just surviving motivates me but now that i have money like i almost like don't care to use it right mm. and i think that's what i learned from my parents so i was linking this to what you're saying about like where we're gonna live and stuff oh okay yeah um, like home ownership home ownership the well, dream I mean, <laughs> or or the abandoned dream because low-key yeah i don't know <laughs> i guess it's like it's funny how you know i think what we're talking about in this episode is like how we have this certain concept of what we mm. think our parents are like ah yes but yeah, then yeah. i guess as i grow up and the more i like get to know my parents like I realized some of my assumptions were a little off yeah I think a lot of like yeah the word assumptions is like is a really good one because the only other reference point I had were like either hearing about my friend's parents mm. and that's like through the lens of my friends who are also young and you know we don't know anything in the world right mm. or parents like in media where I think like oh like yeah, I guess my parents are kind of like that. I guess, you know, my parents are kind of strict. They don't let me do certain things. But then trying to get to know my parents as like individuals, mm. it just doesn't feel as like extreme as I used to think it was. I'm like, they're just a couple of guys who like buying their nuts at Costco. <laughs> like <Right. laughs> very just ordinary. Um, or or I used to think that my parents had this like big master plan that they're like uh. executing upon me and my brother and I'm like oh like they know everything they've got the whole thing figured out and it's like oh no they totally didn't again they're (laughs) doing these things for like the first time right like yeah sure like I'm the younger child but it's their first time raising a second child like yes you know and you only get one shot at doing that so I I don't know it's like all the pressure and all the different factors that went into it I'm glad that our parents can just be like watching travel videos and eating fruit and (laughs) random grocery store sale stuff yeah like that makes me like like makes me really grateful because I know not everybody has a good relationship with their parents too Mm. I don't know if your parents ever dish tea on like any of their friends (laughs) my mom sometimes does (laughs) and this is fine because I don't even know anybody's name I have no identifying information but she like she'll kind of mention to me like oh like it's good that like she'll say these like ominous things she'll be like you know it's nice that young people like have a more choice in their career nowadays Mm. that was her like ominous (laughs) message I'm like okay (laughs) just like thanks um 
but I think she was thinking about like you know her friends that push their kids into like the medical field push Mm -hmm. their kids to be lawyers and push their kids to be engineers like you (laughs) um and she's kind of like seeing the aftermath of it right like Mm -hmm. in the moment when her and all of her kids were raising like you Mm -hmm. know teenagers that are trying to pick their life career um she probably saw what her friends were doing and I I wonder if she like had doubt she's like oh maybe I should push my kid more maybe I should like do it this certain way but it's interesting yeah to kind of hear how it pans out I mean we get to see how it pans out because we have to work with these people yes. now <laughs> we have to work with these traumatized people <laughs> but I, don't know. Yeah. I think I think my story was just trying to lead there totally like, no 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 yeah, yeah. I, I um <laughs> This was a point that I wanted to make is I feel like I'm a little like, I don't know if it's sensitive or resentful or like sort of this like tiger mom stereotype. I'm like, it. I think it really upsets me. And I recognize that. Yeah, it is reality for it a is. lot of people. A hundred percent. Totally. And I yeah. and I like don't know how to quite navigate it because it's just like so not my experience. When like, I, I was don't... younger, I didn't know how to like like when people were complaining about their tiger moms, I like literally could not relate. But mm. I would kind of like paint my parents in a worse light so that I could feel like I belonged. Included. Yeah, yeah totally. I feel so bad for that. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, I should have. It's like, oh, it's not true, but it's not cool to be like, yeah, my parents are so nice to me. <laughs> my parents right? didn't. Oh my God. Like the jokes that people had about like, oh my God, my parents going to beat my ass when I get home. Like mm. parents never laid a hand on me and like yeah. couldn't relate, but somehow that's worse than like my parents beating my ass at home. <laughs> it's right. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Maybe this is a new hidden subplot in our podcast. Oh, about, like, no. What does it mean to be Asian? but not to have tiger parents and how do we navigate that and you know like we're we're at that age jason <laughs> people around us are having kids like willingly oh. <laughs> or on purpose <laughs> even though i say this all the time but I, i'm 27 if i had a kid like next year i think it would feel like a teen pregnancy <laughs> I'm gonna be on 16 and pregnant and like That's a 28 year old. it's a nightmare yeah 28 and 28 the new 16 and pregnant so just so we're all aware oh my gosh um, but yeah it is like it's so interesting to see how this like new wave of like parenting is coming up like old traumas like what sticks uh, around but uh, like also what people are unlearning too right because yeah. yeah I'm really I'm really rooting for like the new parents and stuff uh-huh. yeah. taking care of yeah the next generation so that they can grow up and make a podcast about their parents <laughs> we're the weird aunt and uncle just like oh, no. being in the in the walk-in closet i know they go like the uncle jason's recording something on his computer again <laughs> it's weird <laughs> that was fun i'm glad we could like talk more about I don't know. Our parents, I don't know. They're just so fun to talk about. And again, shout out to them. Shout out to parents. I think, yeah, I guess like it's not exactly guilt, but I think Mm. there is this weird, like, I I think a feeling that I talk a lot about in therapy is I like anticipate other people's envy. Like, I think I'm really afraid of other people being jealous of me or other people being like, I don't know. It's like a self sabotage kind of effect where yeah, you'll downplay totally. your parents so that you like you're like oh I'll like talk down about them so that yeah. something 
Okay, or interesting. I think, you know, maybe this is just like a, a privilege thing in general, right? Mm-hmm. It's like whenever you have any sort of privilege and you talk to people who maybe don't have that privilege, it's like, ooh, how do we like navigate this conversation? And whether that's mm-hmm. like education, whether that's work, whether that's mm-hmm. like a language thing, a gender thing, like, yeah. you know, it's just like, oh, I, it's uncomfortable that maybe this other person had this hard life and that isn't my experience. And I want to be compassionate to it but also like mm-hmm. yeah yeah I don't know well that's interesting because I have a similar feeling not just about like my peers like people that I meet mm. I have a similar guilt about like how my parents grew up mm. so when I was saying like oh yeah when I was like 25 I was doing this but they were doing that from basically from the point I turned like 17 or 18 all I could think about was like I'm at school like talking to my friends about anime and my parents had to like flee a whole country and I think a lot of like us have that similar sense of guilt where it's like oh no like I need to live up to my parents expectations Mm. but if we look deeper at what those expectations are and this is part of me being like oh I'm so lucky my parents are the way that they are Mm. where their expectation of like successful life was like well I hope you're like happy and like you're healthy and like whatever you end up doing like should be fun (laughs) like should work (laughs) out I I like to think that's what's at the core of all these actual Mm. tiger moms out there Mm. that are really strict with their kids it's like you know they want you to feel secure and they want you to have stability in your future like what what more like what's more loving than that right Mm. like I want you to be set up for life but then it comes off kind of crazy because it's like Mm. medical school (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it's like it's it's weird it's like guilt from both sides it's like Mm -hmm. for my parents guilt from like the people around me that like my parents are chill and nice and I don't know well socialized Mm. somehow yeah um but maybe what like what kind of I don't know if eases the guilt is the right phrase for this, but whenever mm. I think about, you know, people whose parents aren't the way that my parents are, it's like so many different factors led to that situation. Right. And I can't really do anything about it, but yeah. Yeah. What a, yeah, a puzzle. <laughs> yeah. What a puzzle. Yeah. But I guess, I guess like every generation kind of deals with this. Cause I was talking to, she's like, the wife of one of my of one of Nico's co-workers so mm. she's like in her 50s she has a daughter who's in like university and I, she is like third generation Asian Canadian so her grandparents mm. were born in Canada mm. and she's like fully Chinese and I'm like oh, I never met a person like that before and I was asking her like oh do you ever think about like you know your parents growing up and you know what it was like for them and mm. You know, even she was like, yeah, like sometimes I wish that, you know, I could see things like from their perspective. So maybe it's just something that just carries on over and over and over again. I'm like, damn it. We'll never we'll never like stop wondering. And maybe the fact that we do like care about it and like wonder about it. Man, that means Mm -hmm. something too, right? Right? All good podcast content. (laughs) Ah, so good. Oh, my God. Okay, Joyce. The sun is burning the into sun is- my forehead. <laughs> I gotta like keep moving. <laughs> hide in our cave. I'm running. I'm running. Do we have a call to action for our listeners? Well, 
Tell us what which parent goes grocery shopping. <gasps> which parent does the grocery shopping? Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'd love it. Or yeah, just parent grocery shopping habits. We want to hear it or any other fun stories about your parents. Yeah, this is the place to do it. Yeah, you can message us on Instagram, hot water in the morning, or email us Sen- old fashioned way, hot water yeah. in the morning at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, Make sure you, what do you have to do? I think you can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify. You can, I don't know, follow us on Instagram. Maybe give us, I think you could rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts, something like that. Do some stuff or just send this to your friends um, who you want to talk about your Asian parents with. Yeah. And start the convo. Pass it on. Pass it on. (laughs) Amazing. Yay. Um, Yay. Thanks, Joyce. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Mm